Welcome to the Advisor Arena Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Malm and Josh Watson. This show is designed to share ideas and help you gain insight from some of your most successful peers. We will discuss industry news, hot topics, and challenges you may face, as well as give you some possible solutions. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get started. Welcome, everybody. This is episode number two of 2021. I'm your host, Jamie Malm, and I've got my co-host on, Josh Watson. Hi, Josh. Hello, Jamie. How are you today? It's great to be on. Yes, it is, isn't it? So we're, I don't know, we're a couple weeks now into 2021, and I feel, I don't know if you feel this way, I feel a little bit like for the last two weeks, my social media feed has been full of people expressing their great relief that 2020 is over and saying, thank goodness for the new year, good riddance to 2020. And I just have this feeling that, <laughs> you know, these people that are the same people that are like, we made it, we got through 2020, bring on 2021. I wonder if these people are gonna be super frustrated that the beginning of this year especially may not look a whole lot different than the end of last year. In fact, this entire year yeah. may not look a lot different. Who knows? Yeah, it's uh, it's so hard to say right now. I'm uh, I'm very hopeful if we can get past the first quarter, maybe the second quarter, and this might be a little ambitious, but maybe the second quarter we start to see the vaccine gets out, we start to see things open back up and pick back up a little more, starts to get warmer, so we see some cases go down. So my hope is, hey, let's get through the first quarter and uh, hopefully hit the ground running for the second quarter. Yeah, I think for me, it's important to go into the new year with a mindset of I may not be able to control my environment or the pandemic or the circumstances around me, um, but I can cons- I can certainly control my mindset, you know, and how I feel about it and how I react to things and. I'm just hopeful that the people that are, you know, spreading the thank goodness we made it and let's get into the new year that we don't see those same people starting to spread negativity and giving up on goals and realizing that, you know, the relief is only a relief if you change your mindset about what you can control and what you can't. So we will see, but our goal here is to, you know, continue to bring good things and help everybody that is you know, joining us today, help prepare and be proactive as much as possible. So we've got some new things, new year. We've got a new stimulus package. We're getting a new president. We've got with that new president, new proposed tax plan changes, which is what we're going to dive in today. A lot, a lot to be aware of, right? Oh, tons to be aware of. And I always say this, I've said it before, but current event marketing and my opinion is the most effective marketing that there is with all these different changes. People are going to have questions. They're going to, Hey, 2020 proved anything. It's that financial advisors are very much needed. People have questions. We've got the answers. And so there's going to be a lot of opportunity to get in front of people. And I think, like you said, if you've got your mindset, right, have a banner year. Yeah. You're, you're so right about current event marketing. That's something that we've seen again and again every year. There's something that allows those that really want to be 
the go-to person for their clients or in their community to be proactive with making people aware that they are knowledgeable about this, that they have resources they can help. So a couple of things that are current event related right now. First is the stimulus package that President Trump signed into law at the end of December. So most of the news surrounding this has been on the $600 payments that each individual will receive up to, you know, income limits, blah, blah, blah. Um, But inside that stimulus package are some important details that affect retirement accounts as well. And I haven't seen as much attention paid to that. I agree. I think the what you're start you're seeing right now is uh, the news cycle hasn't caught up to it yet. But the thing, the things like the tax proposal, those are really have outweighed kind of the retirement planning piece of this. So, hey, what a great opportunity right there! Get out in front of it before your competition, before everybody else is talking about it, and get that low hanging fruit. Even something as simple as RMDs being waived for last year that confused people and. That is expiring. That already did expire. Going into 2021, they're back. And it seems like the waiving of RMDs kind of came at the same time as we also raised the age. So people are going to have confusion. They're going to have questions. They're going to want to know, you know, do I have to take my RMD this year? Do I now owe two years? What age do I have to take it? Something just very simple as knowing that RMDs are back and the age is raised to 72, that gives you something to initiate conversations and make sure that you know, you're, make, you're being proactive with and, and making your clients aware of. I totally agree. This would be a great time, honestly, to set up a webinar with existing clients and just go through some of these changes. Call out, you can send some letters, get people on to a quick 20, 30 minute webinar. There's some business to be uncovered using this stuff right there. Yeah. And the coronavirus related distributions are also sunsetting. So if you had people last year asking about taking the hundred thousand dollars from their IRA or 401k pre 59 and a half to avoid that 10 percent penalty, if you remember, um, folks could do that if they had a covid related distribution need, which was kind of subject to interpretation. Um, But they had three years to pay that back. That is expired. That has gone away. I just had a call from somebody um, to my business here locally that asked if I could help. And I know that's expired. It's not it has not continued for this year. Now, what is continuing is the hundred thousand dollar loan. That's that is continuing. So normally you can only take a fifty thousand dollar loan. There is part of a disaster relief that is keeping that increase to 100,000. Um, so some important things to know in there. And I'm I'm certainly no tax expert, but this new bill is a $900 billion package. The CARES Act was over a $2 trillion package. So I don't think it's a big leap to come to the conclusion that this could have a big impact on future taxes, which is where you know, we're going to focus today and start talking about some strategies that you can be proactive with some of your clients concerned about that. No, definitely. And, you know, here's the thing with the tax, the tax changes. We don't know quite yet uh, what's going to become law, but this will be a good starting point. People are still going to have questions. So uh, this is the time to plan before this stuff really actually does get put into play. So uh, best time right now, to get ahead of this stuff, I would say it's first quarter. So yeah, exactly. That's, uh, that's a good point. 
And I think one thing that all advisors should do is be clear when talking to their clients or prospective clients. This is just a proposal right now. It's impossible to know what changes will make it through the legislative process, what will actually become law. But you don't want to not be proactive, to not initiate discussions, to not be seen as the you know local expert on this, because what is being proposed should be what initiates conversations about worst case scenario planning and making sure that regardless of what kind of tax plan is initiated, you've got things in place or at least a plan in place to protect your clients from that. So a couple of things that jumped out at me as we went through this Biden tax proposal, it would raise taxes by $3.3 trillion over the next 10 years. So overall, the plan increases taxation on higher income earners and corporations. So important to know for those of you that have high net worth clients or maybe you work with business owners, um, even larger corporations, and it does reduce taxation for lower income earners. That's a good point. Yes. So, um, hey, they've got a $3.3 trillion is what you're trying to raise right there, taxes by. So... Yeah, it's going to affect a lot of people out there. Um, that's a big, big number, and we're coming. We're going to be coming off some of the lowest tax rates that we've ever had uh, with the last administration. So there's definitely some strategies that I think our advisors should help their clients with and put into place so that no matter what happens with the tax laws, they're going to be in a good spot. Okay, so good point. We're going to circle back to some of the strategies that are, you know, advisors might be able to utilize here. But I want to talk about some of the items in the proposal that jumped out at me. I don't know if these are the same ones that you noticed as you were going through it, but taxes on long term capital gains right now are capped at 20 percent. That's pretty well known. Um, the proposal would increase that tax from 20 to over 43 percent for income over the one million dollar mark. So I think a lot of people listen to that go, oh, well, a million dollars, you know, that's I don't have a million dollars. But if anybody knows how frequently we deal with high income earners and high net worth people, that's not a stretch to be able to think of how many people that would apply to. And that's a huge, huge increase that warrants some additional planning there to avoid that jump with capital gains. Agreed. Agreed. And, you know, another one that I think is pretty interesting is when it comes to how much you can deduct for uh, your contributions into your retirement accounts, that's now going to be determined by the income bracket uh, that you're actually in. So where that may have benefited your higher earners, uh, they're trying to level that out. So that's a big change and that's going to cause a lot of consumer uh, questions. So that's another one that really stood out to me. And if I remember right, they're the proposal is to replace the deduction with an actual tax credit. So instead of doing our normal deduction for pre-tax qualified retirement plans and contributions, it's going to be a tax credit. So that's going to create all kinds of confusions and questions. And um, people are going to want to know what that means for them for sure. It definitely, definitely. So yeah, that would, that's another big one. I think right there that you could use to your advantage um, and we've got the resources that we can help you get the word out. So self-employed and small business owners, which I deal with a lot. Um, 
you know, we have lots of self-employed farmers and ranchers and entrepreneurs and small business owners around here. Typically, um, they can deduct 20% of qualified business income. That proposal would eliminate the deduction, again, for higher income earners, but important to know. Um, and then the estate tax exemption. Currently, I think for this year, 11.7 million decreases to 3.5. So anything over the 3.5 million amount under the new proposal would be taxed at 45% instead of the current 40%, anything over 11.7. So big change for a state tax exemption. Yes, well, yeah, be a good time maybe to uh, to get with a local estate planning attorney uh, and there would be a good opportunity to maybe build a relationship and uh, somebody that could help you uh, use that that rule right there and uh, refer some business back and forth. Yeah, well, you mentioned earlier, a great time to do some webinars and some educational events. However, you can do that, whether it's in person or one-on-one or over Zoom. Um, but having an estate tax attorney or professional or expert talking about some of the lifetime gifting strategies to reduce the size of your estate would be a big one. I would think high net worth people have got to have interest in that. If they know this is coming, that's a huge change that's detrimental to you know, their estate and everything that they've worked for. So that's one of the strategies. Um, what else are you talking about right now? No, obviously Roth conversions have been a huge one for months. People talking about paying taxes now when we are at historical lows. Yes, uh, Roth conversions are definitely a big one. Um, I would say that was one of the, I don't know, top two or three topics uh, that our advisors were talking about in the, uh, the last quarter of this year. So, and it's not too late. This is still the time to be talking about that. So Roth conversions are a huge opportunity out there right now and make a lot of sense. One of the things that we've talked about on this podcast and in, in lots of marketing discussions are outside vendors and companies that are generating leads and how successful they are or aren't. And so we've, we've kind of gone through a lot of those options, but retirement architecture is one that we devoted an entire episode to and their entire premise and plan and, and really the design of what they're showing people how to do is built around Roth conversions. You're right. And they, and they're, you've seen all the leads they've been able to generate. So obviously a really hot topic out there. Uh, it was really, I mean, you think about it, tax rates are low there for a while, the market was low. So you could convert even more, uh, at a lower tax amount because your, your values were down and then ride the market back up. So, um, it's been a huge one. It's been a huge one this year. And I think everybody needs to jump on with it. Yeah, at least look to see if it makes sense. It doesn't make sense for everybody. But one of the things that I remember Brett Sasso saying when we were talking about retirement architecture is if you're 60, 65 years old, you have an advisor and they have not talked to you about Roth conversions and shame on them. You don't want that to be you. At least make options available. Make sure your clients are aware of everything that's available to them. And it may not make sense. They may not have the money to pay the taxes outside, uh, you know, in doing the conversion or, you know, may not be a fit for another reason, but you should be talking about it and you should be making them aware. Other things, other strategies would be like capital gains planning um, with that change coming in the works, 
maybe looking at some itemized deduction planning with charitable giving. Uh, we talked about the estate attorney having somebody that specializes in trust strategies would be a big one, or even just something as simple as making sure people understand the benefit of, you know, a non-qualified annuity that gets tax deferral. That's a big one. So it doesn't have to be overly complicated, but you do need to start initiating conversations and knowing what the proposed changes are and how it may impact them. Totally agree. And I think you, when you think about how do you set up somebody uh, to have success when it comes to taxes, no matter what happens, I, you look at it in three different buckets. So you've got your money that gets taxed now, you've got your money that gets taxed later, and then you've got like your Roth conversion money where technically it gets taxed now, uh, but you don't get taxed on it later. So it's tax free. So diversify between those different types of strategies, I think really helps your clients out. And it's something they're going to be really open to right now. We should have probably started this podcast with the disclaimer that you and I are obviously not tax professionals. <laughs> we don't we don't give tax <laughs> advice. Um, so <laughs> let's make that clear. But we do have Case Central at Gradient, um, which does have a lot of this supporting material. They put together a ton of resources for our agents to help them navigate this. So let's talk about some of the things that you've been asked for. I know we've gone through it, we've talked about it um, with uh, several of our producers. What are you hearing the most from advisors? What are they using? What do they feel they need? And what do you think is most beneficial? We just put out on Basecamp for our agents for this. So if you go out to, uh, to Basecamp, we actually just put out a, on the specific to the Biden tax proposal, we've got a fact sheet out there for our, for our agents and advisors. It'll give them a lowdown on what the potential changes could be um, and how it could potentially impact their clients. It also kind of gives some information like we discussed um, where maybe some different strategies that they could, they could consider to avoid some of those uh, tax issues. Um, so those are both uh, big out there or both out there that they can access. And then they also have social media posts and emails uh, so that they can actually get the word out there to their clients and prospects. Yeah, I think a lot of people aren't sure exactly what to say or what's okay to say. Um, drip emails, social media posts, you wanna be careful of course because it is still a proposal. But we put together some content already for our advisors to use. So if you wanna be proactive on this, you wanna get out ahead, you wanna do some current event marketing, that's all available for you. One of my favorite pieces that I have been asked for the most or that I've been talking about the most is the four page PDF um, that is for financial service professional use only. It's not designed for your clients, but it is a great overview and recap for advisors to really get a handle and an understanding on what the proposed changes are. And then like you said, outlining some of the strategies to mitigate that. So. Lots of really exciting tax bullets on this episode today. Uh, I'm hoping that hey. the kids in the kitchen that are home from school aren't distracting everybody from this podcast today. My apologies. I can't. I can't hear them. So <laughs> we're good. Hey. This is uh, this is the COVID nineteen world. We That's live right. In. That's People right. Let's just be real. Everybody's home. Nobody can stay out of the dang kitchen. So 
At least they're not in here asking me what's to eat, I guess. I, they gave me a 20 minute break on what there is to eat in this house. But if you're hearing rumblings in the background, that's that's my very professional podcast studio at work. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, well, yeah, uh, that's, uh, I think with the tax stuff, it's uh, like you said, now's the time to talk about it. It all is just proposals, but people are starting to have questions and they're going to have more questions as uh, we get closer to and even after the election on what should I expect. Yep. So if you want information on this, go to the advisorarena.com. You can contact us directly from that page. There's a link to email us. Uh, if you would like to go look at a link to the actual tax plan, if you just want to dig into all the nitty gritty details yourself, um, that is available at taxfoundation.org forward slash Joe Biden dash tax plan. So that's out there as well. Um, but if you want us to do the heavy lifting for you, we have already created an overview, a cheat sheet, and then of course the marketing material. So if that's helpful, we would love for you to go on to um, Apple or Spotify or iTunes, wherever you listen to the podcast, leave us a review, subscribe, a rating. We appreciate it so much. As always, if you do that, shoot us an email and let us know. We've got a gift to show our appreciation for your support. So thanks for joining me today, Josh. Thanks for everybody for joining us and we'll see you next week. All right. Thanks, Jamie.